Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Wait, oh, like, know, whoa. You know what I mean? It's not often that you have a guy check in a mic by yelling into it. So, <laughs> it's a little loud. And it's every episode he hasn't learned yet. Yeah, no, it's like five years, 360 episodes, and Steve just can't figure it out. He still doesn't know how to check in a mic. Yeah. Dude, it's a, you know, hey, it's a lost cause at this point. It is. I'm just thinking. All right, we're podcasting at the Iowa Deer Classic. Mm-hmm. It is Sunday, and we're just recording our first episode, and not because we're lame. It was super busy here yesterday. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got uh, Mr. Larry Mack, Lorenzo, Lorenzo in the house. Lorenzo in the house. And Mr. Christian Costa. You, this is your first time on the podcast? First time. Welcome. First timer. Be gentle. Welcome. Be gentle. No, we won't, bro. You're wearing our, you're wearing our merch and Larry's not, so That's you know true. who's going to get it this time. Dude, yeah. no, I walk in here, I was like, my gosh, they're stepping up in the world. They've got at least... Five shirts now, and I don't know how many hats. High demand. Uh-huh. High demand. Hey, we'll sell you a couple of them. Huh? We'll sell you a couple of them. Uh, okay. Hey, I'll trade you one for a cure. <laughs> you guys take card? One no, hat oh for yeah. a cure? <laughs> Sounds like a good trade. Yeah, yeah. trade. We'll We're, trade you for a cure. cure. We're working on WCB vests just for you. Awesome. We talk about that every time, but there's no follow through. Yeah, there. we've been talking about this for three years. It's never happened. I'm, <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm waiting on my WC vet, my WCB we, vest. I'm still waiting on an elite vest. Huh? Maybe, maybe we get his name put on it too. Yeah, I know. Well, we're trying to. We got to get a one that's a, kind of a deep cut because that beard's getting a little long. Oh man, you, I'll pull the chest <laughs> it is hair thick, out too. It is thick. That boy thick. Yeah, yeah you turn your head and a <laughs> covey of quail flew out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, when I let that chest hair go, man, that CRP field that's on my chest, man. I'll tell you exactly. what, that's that taco. Did you find boy. a couple sheds in there? <laughs> yeah, that's my staging area. That's where, that's where Dude, I, find, I find sheds and like to- and, and clipped toenails in there. It's nuts. <laughs> it's one big south facing slope yeah. <laughs> with yeah. an awesome parliament tattoo. Yeah, yeah it's bad. How's the yeah. elite booth doing? The elite booth has been absolutely busy. Ryan's over there, man, the trailer. We've got <laughs> cures over there. We've yeah. got the new Ember over there. 
And, uh, yeah, we're wearing that target out right now. Yeah, I Good. bet, man. I Good. was over there. I shot a few arrows with the cure. I was watching people's reactions, and it's like, oh, man, I'm about to leave with this right now. Every, like, everybody says that after they throw an arrow through it, which is expected after the ritual especially. I may need but. to go shoot that ember, actually. I meant to do that. I'm going to do that right after we get done recording. Yeah, it's it's totally a, it's a best-in-class product. Yeah. I mean, it's the aluminum limb pockets for the, at that price point. Yeah. Uh, Elite done a fantastic job of, of designing a bow that – uh, literally can fit darn near any any archer out there. Right. At right. a great price point. Right. Yeah. Maintain that elite feel. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's I'll, big. I do love how you guys are doing that because for, you know, for, for a couple of years it was always the flagship bows, and that's what everybody wants. And then uh, it started out with the, uh, I believe it was the Enlist, mm-hmm. and that became like the, the bow that was like, hey, hardworking people, sometimes you guys don't want to pay that top dollar for a bow. Well, hey, we got a. Well, some people don't need to either. And they don't you know? need right. to. Right. Anyway, here's a great bow. It's, you know doesn't have all the bell, bells and whistles, but it does the job. And you took it to Africa. Yeah. And you're like, dude, you're sticking arrows through uh, I think you everything. Said a, everything. <laughs> everything. I was like, yeah. So then that uh, the enlist was a good bow. And we got a buddy that shoots one, and he absolutely loves it. He's like, hey, I wanted to get an elite bow. And he's like, uh, at that price point for what it was, and he loves it. Shoots yeah. every single day. What's the adjustability on the ember, though? I, I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, the ember goes from 10 pounds to 60 pounds, <laughs> and 15 inches of draw length to 29 inches of draw length. So you don't have to change anything to get from 10 to 60 pounds? It's just in- you, it's all adjustment right there in the bow. Uh, has <laughs> a has a rotating mod, so so yeah, you can change the draw length right there. And bow shoots like a dream. Yeah, uh, I'm probably going to end up uh, cutting a turkey's head off this spring with it. Ooh, yeah. It's going to happen. I imagine a lot of guys will have that out for turkey season. We were talking about that. My wife has a, an elite spirit that we got off Mr. <laughs> Ross Bigger, I mean, probably four years ago. And uh, she shot the heck out of it, but I'm going to bust it out and put the decaps on and try and, you know, slap a turkey upside the face with it. And, yeah, right. that, yeah, exactly. And, and that's actually a great bow to if, it, if the specs fit you as a shooter. Yeah. Because the decap, we get a lot of questions asking about shooting the decap. I've shot it for quite some time. Cut a lot of turkeys' heads off with it. Yeah. And how do, how do I get them to fly? What's, what arrow setups do I need? Yeah. Uh, you know, if there was any tip that I could give to any of your listeners, that, you know, if you are having, first thing to try to do is, Take a turn out of limbs. Lower the poundage a little yeah. bit. Uh, that's a big head. I mean, literally, I could put that on the back of the boat and probably go catch some crappie. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm so, right. as a so, propeller. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that that has been a question coming up, so maybe we can go into a little detail. It's like, hey, I know you guys shot the decaps. Like, I'm shooting my bow at 65 pounds. And, and well, I learned last year from talking to Ross and Austin, they had a 40-pound uh, Synergy, mm-hmm. and I borrowed that because yep. I wasn't going to back my bow off that far. Well, it can't, you know. But, um, but yeah, not even thinking about it, I'm like, I'll use my wife's bow. It's a little shorter, but I'm going to practice with it and make sure. I, if I can't do it, then I'll steal Ross's uh, Synergy. <laughs> now this, now that brings us right into the cure. The yeah. cure is a different animal. There you because, go. There we go. Because with the new set technology, which set stands for simplified exact tuning, we mm-hmm. talked about, I believe, on the pro- yep. on a mm-hmm. podcast yep. before with Darren. Yep. I, so. What you can do there is you can make those adjustments at the pocket uh, with right. that technology. And regardless of whether you're shooting a 60 to 70-pound bow or whatever, yeah. uh, and, and get the bow shooting the way you want. Right, and right. Without having to go to a bow press, you can just do it right there on the line. And yeah. uh, it's, it's absolutely amazing uh, the results you get out of that. Because part of, part of getting a bow to tune or getting is you got to know what it's, what it's doing. Right. right. Uh, so 
the response of the bow is absolutely phenomenal. It's got the elite feel with the new ASIM tri-track cam. you got a cable on both sides of the cam, super stable at full draw on the shot. Mm-hmm. And uh, you put the SEC technology with that, you've got a beast of a bow. Yeah. It's, uh, it's absolutely the most adjustable, has the elite feel. The bow, the bow is absolutely amazing. And yeah. I, don't, I don't care what broadhead you want to shoot, but... That's a you're going to be able to get them deal. fly. It's a huge deal. That's a big, big deal for guys, um, especially the guys with less time. Yeah. Like guys that are working in long hours and have a family and only get so much time to shoot their bow a week, you know, only so much time to hunt a week. That stuff cuts off a lot and allows them to get out there. And, like, you know, no matter what they want to shoot, they can tune up their bow, just learn it a little bit in their backyard, and they got it down. Well, that helps, too. Like, some people are scared if they have to go to a bow press or something. Uh, they don't yeah. want to learn all that right. stuff. Now it's they scary. can do it without a bow press. They can kind of get into it and yeah. learn it that way. It's intimidating yeah. a little bit. It is. Thing. Well, I'm scared of bow press. I just feel like I'm going to detonate a bow. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah exactly. I should learn it because I'd love to just be able to tinker, right, you right. know, in my garage when I'm bored. But, yeah, I mean, Ryan's over there. He's like, hey, what draw length are you? I'm like, I'm 28. He goes, okay. Hurry up. Yeah. Switches everything up. He goes, all right, man, you're good to go. Yeah, it's like less than five minutes. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. Here you go. Just you sitting know, there. He's yeah. sitting in the back of the trailer doing it real quick. And the next guy, hey, what draw length are you? Right there. Adjust yep. draw length. Hands him the bow. They fly three, you know, four arrows through it. And you got to think that's good for, for dealers. So if somebody wants to come in and try a bow, it's like, I'm sorry, the bow's not near draw length. I don't want to have to pull the cams off. That's a good point. That's a nice little thing, especially for trade shows. Yeah, you can get one bow to get all these draw length. It's just it, Makes it simple. Yep. Absolutely. At the ATA show this year, we actually had a paper tuning rack there, so people could go experience the set technology, the whole system, and how it works. How easy it is yeah. to tune. Nathan Brooks, one of our pro shooters, he uh. was over there, uh, you know, and he was like, I, "Every single person, we got a per, we got a perfect bull hole." That's there was, cocky. There was, that, I was there say was that. Even, <laughs> yeah, there was even uh, there was even a lot of instances. Nathan, it was just shooting a bullet hole, and he's like. Well, I got to take it out of tune real quick. Just to, so <laughs> Knock right. it out of tune, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. just, just to, just to, show, to show it. This is how the bow responds. So it's like, it's like you've it's figured out alien technology, and you're like, bro, we cannot let anybody know about this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that is cocky. I mean, but that's showing. I mean, your your money's where your mouth is. Yeah, and you're here it is. Up. This yeah, is, this so, is what it is. Hey, the proof the proof is there. I'm just yeah. I'm just saying, you know, go shoot one. That's that's all we ask is yeah. because it's you know, there's a lot of great bows on the market today, but mm-hmm. but there's only one that adjusts like that one. That's right. That bow. I promise you, it, it adjusts to the shooter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, if somebody's got a deep grip, a lot of heel pressure, uh, torques or grip, you can make the adjustment there at the pocket, mm-hmm. not have to put it in a press, shim cams, do, you know, to get the bow to tune. You can do it right there. Yeah, you don't need the line. Yeah, exactly. That's Dealers awesome. love it because they can get customers shooting very, very rapidly. Yes. Right. So they can spend more time shooting on the range versus setting right. their weight and, you know, buying Diet Cokes from their cooler. <laughs> right. 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 Bro, what's, a, what's a Diet Coke reference, bro? You know I love Diet Cokes. I was Cokes. looking at you when I said that. <laughs> you, you did. He turned right at you and looked at you. I love Diet Cokes. Hey, if the president can drink 12 Diet Cokes a day, so can I. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what, look at Doug. That's Doug's good. over there. Look out. Look, he's very intense. He's... He's zoned. He's dude, crowd control. Crowd control. Right. He's, he's like security right Run now. Running security over yeah. there. Yep. Exactly. Every person that walks by, you going to buy something or not? <laughs> he's like, uh, he's interested in that hat, but Larry's not really. He needs to move. <laughs> Just move. That's funny. Man. You know, back to the ATA show real quick. I mean, we ran 450 people through that paper tuning rig. And a perfect bullet hole for 450 different <laughs> yes. people. I mean, you know, you think yeah. about that. That says a lot right there. That's incredible. You know, That's the problem is you're, you're going to start making, like, Botex lazy. 
<laughs> so you guys are making it <laughs> Botex around the country are just getting worse. We're just making them yeah. more efficient. Look at you more efficient. Sell more boats. All the Botex are going on strike because you, <laughs> you guys are putting them out of work. <laughs> I remember Dusty Rhodes did a promo about it. That's hard times. A computer's got to take place. <laughs> you guys are taking work out of the, <laughs> out the Botex there, hands, and I'm not happy about it. The product's too good. After on the picket line. <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, we're picking <laughs> an elite. <laughs> <laughs> It's a, it, and that is that is something like you know obviously everybody wants to do a lot of stuff on their own like everyone wants to watch YouTube videos mm-hmm. Dude, that's how it's we, big right now that's how we change like car parts and stuff like if me and my dad are working on a truck or something like we'll we'll go and like watch YouTube and I'm sure it's the way with with bow tuning guys are doing that yeah. it's with but, everything and, now yeah and and that's where that's where it has to go you know you never want to completely not take your your bow into a you know authorized yeah. dealer someone right. who knows exactly what they're doing but it's just it is that really nice that we touched on it earlier where guys are just, they, they want a product where they don't have to, they can get it shipped to their house, pick it up, tune it themselves. They don't have to talk to anybody. And I think that's a, that's a real nice yeah. thing because some people yeah. don't want to want to have to deal with it or wait three, four days. And maybe something isn't right when it comes back from the dealer. So then you're like, all right, well, I want to try something else. Well, yeah, exactly. Just, you I want to I want to clarify real quick, Larry. Sorry to jump on you, but you know, not surprisingly, we have to correct Steve. Oh, so <laughs> he's here. Get it shipped to the house. Right. Oh. Very, very important. We're shipping it to the dealer. We're keeping that dealer involved in the process. That's very, very important. We love our dealers. We want our dealers involved in that process. Now, here's the thing that I will tell all of your listeners: don't don't uh, forget about the knowledge behind the counter at your local archery shop. Yeah. Right. There is those guys see a ton of stuff. Those guys are experiencing a ton of stuff. Get in there. Talk to those guys. There is mm-hmm. so much knowledge locked up in their heads that mm-hmm. if you just talk to them, you're going to learn so much. And now when you go home and you're standing on the line, you're shooting in the backyard and you're tweaking a little bit or right, changing right. a little bit, you've got some foundation to work from. Right. Yep. See, thank Christian. you for making that point. Steve's an idiot and will ramble off and make yeah. light of things at times. And that's why. Um, <laughs> you're the chocolates of my milk. We make a perfect combination. I, I got you. Hey, <laughs> you're the chocolates of my milk. <laughs> that's you're weird. the chocolate to my milk. I'm, did you I feel good up? about being yeah, chocolate. Did, yeah. I'm not really liking the reference to Steve's milk. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we'll just mix it together and it'll be just all right. Stay away from that downhill slope. You know, <laughs> <Yeah. right? laughs> or no, what, no. that south facing slope. Yeah, that's that's right. Right. I, I am glad you brought that up because not to not to say that you know like dealers aren't important. They very much are. Um, the way that you guys work with dealers is awesome too because you know you guys aren't putting putting the bows in big box stores. You want to put them in places that you know if someone has a technical question or they need something done yeah they're not just going to like the big box store and not you nothing's know, wrong not, with that either yeah no there's anything wrong with that i'm not trying to knock it but like you guys only work with people who know the product and can best get, get the product best the suited for the, yep. the individual yep the one thing too is is we just added and 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 really strengthened the relationship with the dealer with this new line of bows yeah. because of yeah. this technology because now they don't have to go in and stock, you know, a bunch of different modules yeah. for different draw right, lengths, right, and, and right. that they can they can carry these bows, change the draw lengths to the customers. They can they can make the adjustments right there. And like I said, it's a boost of confidence for the average archer to go there, and a dealer can set their bow up in, in right. fifteen minutes versus two hours. That's right. Yeah. What was uh, the dealer's like, responses when they got these in their hands? Were uh, they, they loving yeah, it? Oh yeah, they're absolutely <laughs> loving. It. They're, they're sure. setting up super easy. Because here's one scenario that I, if you're a bow hunter, which most likely you are if mm-hmm. you're listening to this, yeah. um, have you ever shot a broadhead and it not fly like your field point? Almost mm-hmm. everybody has. Almost everybody I'd has. Say I don't everybody care what has. brand it is. I mean, yeah, obviously we shoot Slick Trick, but 
but this is a fix for that. Mm-hmm. I have literally tested not just slick trick broadheads, a lot of different broadheads out there using the set technology. The boat is tuned, and you can literally broadhead tune your bow on the line and out to 50, 60 yards and just watch it react, respond, and, right watch, in. and watch your field tip. That's super exciting. Fly just walk right into each other. That exactly. opens up a ton of opportunity for guys that are wanting to experiment with different heads. Because, I mean, I'm telling you, like, maybe once a day we get a message on our arrow setups and broadhead setups mm-hmm. and weights and all that stuff. Um, hey, I, I, these aren't flying how I want. Like, what do you guys use? And, you know, I'm Slick Tricks. We're doing the Raptor Tricks and the Viper Tricks, mm-hmm. um, which were, have both been awesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I'm going to shoot Viper Tricks this year. And I feel like, did I mess Good that choice. name up on the fixed blades? No. No, I don't want Viper, Viper Trick. Perfect, yeah. yeah. I shot those when I went elk hunting and tore everything up that I shot that year with whitetails. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm going to shoot that again this year to go back. I shot, uh, I shot the Raptor Tricks this year yeah. and yeah. tore everything up. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like I don't have to worry about anything. Not that it was a big issue before, but it was always kind of like, oh, let's see how these fly. Oh, man, I'm in my yard. I kind of. I get anxiety, archery anxiety a lot of times. Mm-hmm. I overthink things, and I get in my own head, which is, I don't know if that's common or not. To oh, me, it's very it, common. It eats yeah. me alive. <laughs> but now it's like you can kind of rest easier knowing that you, you can figure it out. It's just going to be easier. In your backyard. Time, you know? yep. right. Yeah, in your backyard. You yep. don't have to. Well, you think about it, right? I mean, the Slick Trick lineup, we go from the standard, which is, uh, what, an inch cut or uh, inch and in One inch cutting diameter, two inches of cutting surface. Surface. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. the way up to the Wicked Trick or the Grizz yeah. Trick. <laughs> you know, <laughs> That thing's I sick. Mean, yeah, big I'm, differences in those heads, and now you, yeah. can, like you said, you can experiment with it. Right, figure out what it is that works for you, and for sure, you know, have a lot of confidence when you stick those in your quiver, and you're going to go out west, you're going to go on an antelope hunt again, or whatever. Yeah. Oh man, right, they're going to fly the way you want them to. You know, right. that, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm one of those guys. Like I don't, like I just I trust in the slick trick, but because I, I I've shot them for about three years now, and have had great luck with them, it, like insane. So I well, make sure I, that I've uh, I've blood trailed <laughs> some deer with Steve. Because uh, I mean, let's be honest. It's a good time to uh, get yeah. to it. You're not. You're a new-ish hunter now. You got some years under your belt. Mm-hmm. But when you started, it was like, "Hey, man, I want to make sure you recover your deer. Call me. I'll come out and help you blood yep. trail." Yeah. And you know, I think I don't know what was going on for a few of those. But I'm nervous. You finally get your window of opportunity. It takes experience to kind of learn how to hold your shit together when you shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes a shot a little further back, a little high, a little lower, whatever. It happens. Then, it happens. Yeah. It happens to everybody. Yep. I'm We're telling you, man. Still remember, happens. Remember your first deer I helped you? And I'm like, wow, man, you got lucky on this one. Because I, 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 I shot this deer like the wind moved and like I put a bad shot. Like the wind was moving. She spooked. It was a doe. She spooked. And then like I was le- as I was letting the shot go. And me and Kurt go and find this deer. And he's like, what? You got this? What broadheads you shoot? I go, dude, I'm, I'm shooting the, the raptor tricks. He goes, I'm buying some of those. <laughs> and he was like. Sunk there, and then so the Noah shot this year. Uh, the I, I'll show you a video of it. The blood is insane. Like you know, everybody talks about. Uh, our buddy Mark Reif said, you know, it's like taking paint. Dude, it was just like it was just bloody. It was a bloody mess. Did you guys see Mark Reif's buck yes. video with he, that deer that ran on the county road? Yep. Yeah. That was a slick trick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I posted that video, and he's walking for. Hold on a sec. We'll plug a commercial in right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping they were like, Larry McCoy. Late for a seminar. Yeah. My, seminar, yeah. my seminars are two. What's it, what's it about? 
whitetail strategy and setup. Oh, I might have to actually just go sit in and look. Yeah, you better. <laughs> and and leave notes. your phone here at the booth you so you can better. pay attention. Yeah. Um, where was I going with that? Oh, Mark, Mark's video. His mm-hmm. buck, we did a podcast a few episodes ago. It ran across a county road, you know, white gravel. Yeah. And you can see the blood trail. He did. Uh, did you listen to that one yet? He I'm, said a I'm, neighbor was driving on the county road and goes, Somebody got one. <laughs> See the blood <laughs> down the county road. It died in the ditch. He, had, he went and got it and was like, holy shit, good thing a car didn't drive by and see it and someone right. grabbed the buck yeah. or something crazy, yeah, exactly. you know. But Yeah, it was a stud. <laughs> yeah, Ryan texted me right after that. He's like, I need that video right now yeah. uh-huh. for, to promote yeah. it. Did you get yeah. it to him? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yep. okay. Yeah, so I'm telling you, I shot that 10-year-old doe a couple years ago, craziest blood trail I've ever had, you know. Right. It's uh It's reassuring. Well, I mean, I shot my that antelope, my first antelope this year with the, the raptor trick, and rolled them mm-hmm. like that's just awesome. yep. rolled them. So yeah, but that's I, that's what's good about you know, like I said, with for bow hunter, not ever, we know everybody out there don't slick, shoot slick tricks, right, uh, right? You know, we've we've had positive experiences with it. You know, you're not going to experience that if you don't try one. Yeah, right. I guess right. so right. for sure. And if you're not shooting a slick trick, like I said, just put it with the new elite cure. I don't care. What brought it is you're going to be able to get it to. Yeah. Well, the thing, too, going back to, like, the tunability of that mm-hmm. is I like to shoot longer distance. Not that I always am going to shoot a long distance at an animal, but it's fun. Mm-hmm. I just like watching the, the curve of the arrow and, oh, and yeah. just launching, like, 80, 90, 100 mm-hmm. yards. It's just kind of like a magical thing. Oh, yeah. So. Absolutely. If Even for anybody out there, if, you're, if, you're, if you don't shoot long range – you need to practice at long range, yeah, because 100%. it's going to make you shooting up close a lot better. Your sight picture is going to open right. up, you know, when you get there. It really uh, shows airs in your form, exactly, mm-hmm. sure. which is in turn goes back to the tunability of that bow. If you know, if I have an antelope hunt coming up, like I like I did last summer, and practice at ninety yards, it really that really gets you shooting right real quick, shooting distances that far. Because yeah. if you're off a little bit at twenty. At 100, you're going to be way the hell off. That's so, right. And people don't realize how long that arrow is actually in the air at 100 yards. Oh, man. You can think about it for a second, and then it hits right. the target. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, if, if if you visualize this, if you're off an inch to or inch to the right at 20 yards, and you back up to 50 yards, you're going to be six inches to the right. Right. Yeah. It's going to continue to climb. So, so, so you're going to literally see that compound as you move back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Get it dialed in as close as possible. Work on your form at that long range. Then move up and shoot 30, 20, right. you know, 40 uh, yards after you've... Because if you can imagine looking at that dot at 60 yards, it looks like a little little bitty <laughs> dot. You know, you can bring your pins covering it all up. Yeah. At 20 yards, it looks like a basketball. That's right. That, right. You know? yep. right. So you can really pick a spot and, and you know... It, it it's peace of mind, yeah. exactly, because mm-hmm. confidence is everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, Larry was really the first guy to tell me to do that and... It's a little intimidating shooting yeah. out at that at, it is. At long distance, you know, 60, 80, 90 yards. Especially if your buddies are time. around. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. For yeah. sure. <laughs> you know, and, and you send a couple into the dirt, and you send a couple yeah. over the target, and, you you know, hopefully don't hit the house. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you're exactly right. You, you practice out there. You, you're not exactly sure where your pin is on the target because your pin's covering that dot. Yeah, yeah. But then you move up to 20, and you're like, holy cow. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, I, I've got all kinds of room here. Right. Yeah. If, yeah. if you're going to shoot those distances, uh, our buddy Gene it was the only smart one about this. Like, when we first started having a shoot, he brought his metal detector out. So you can yeah. go find the arrows. <laughs> yeah, because the shoot we have to do with some long-distance shoots, just for fun, like right. we encourage people to get out of their comfort zone. But, that, you know, Christian, what you said, that's what's fun to me about shooting long distance because I remember putting them in the dirt all the time and kind of like 
not feeling confident in my archery game. But as I progressed as a hunter and my interest and love for archery grew, and then, you it, you know, you get that, and then all of a sudden you're putting four arrows into a two-inch dot at 60, yep. and it just makes you feel like I'm, I've really come a long way and I'm honing in. And then now going back to the 80, 90, 100, just shooting with your boys and making little side yep, bets right. and having yep. a good time. Uh-huh, yeah. Absolutely. It's, it's or awesome. like Steven getting drunk and then calling out like Darren Christian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Challenge yeah. Darren. Know, definitely <laughs> calling out outside of his league a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, a little like, bit. It's like, bro, it's like when you like, like you go on like a, a really hot chick's Instagram and put hi. Or like, dude, I'm like in her. <laughs> I'm in her DMs. That's what he's trying to call it. That's what he's trying to call it, Darren. I'm way out of my league. Hey, did you guys hear about the the turtle bet oh, with God. Steve? And we've talked about it a lot on the podcast. He has a pet turtle, right? So he made a bet with me back in August at a show, uh, a trade show podcast, just like this, over the speaker like this is, so everyone could hear it. Yeah, so I was a little nervous and about he, what I'd say on this one. Yeah, he basically <laughs> said, I be, "Kurt, I bet you I kill a bigger buck than the, you this year." And I said, okay, if you don't, we get to eat your turtle. He immediately went there like he had been thinking about it. <laughs> and Savage. So I went for it. You know, if you want to call me out outside your league, let's do this, you know. And um, Steve didn't succeed. So um, I think what we need to do is at the shoot, um, if, if you guys make it out or whoever from Outdoor Group comes out, if you can beat them in like a five-arrow, 90-yard, 100-yard, yeah, whatever they're, they're yard They're going to bring Nathan Brooks. You know that's probably well, going to happen. <laughs> hey, call your shot. Then we'll save your turtle. What if? If not, I'll have the can cooker sitting there boiling. Boiling. Ready. Yeah. But what if? What if, like, all what of a sudden I, Steve just goes on a tear? What if the cure like, just made you the best archer in the Imagine world? Imagine this, dude. And that's I'm a possibility. Just, it could happen. It's a possibility. Saying, dude, and I'm just, I'm, I'm like laying them in. And even, 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 even Nathan's sitting there. He's like, Doubt dude, it. Tommy Gomez is there, too. Um, this is the, <laughs> this is what I'm, it's in my head. And they're both just watching me like, damn, dude. And like, man, Steve's like really putting on for the team to save his turtle. It's like, damn, he really turned it. And then the last, <laughs> the last shot, <laughs> biff it. It's like, all right, get the, get the ball peen hammer, crank that shell. <laughs> crank that Whoa, shell. just had an amazing <laughs> fire, run, man. Yeah, fire up the can cooker. <laughs> So funny. He just looks at me and just goes, "Wrap it up." I fire, it. fire it up. Come on. That, that is a you know what a dream of mine is, and I uh, we we talk about this. I just want to go down to uh, either either Foley or Metropolis and just either shoot beside Darren or just film him. Like he's he's my hero. I don't know if he, I, I said that a bunch. Yeah, but I would It'd be love fun just, just to shoot a course with. him. I would love to just watch oh. a guy shoot. Just the, just the way that you know he's talked about. Um, I don't know if he'd want you next to him. Probably not. He's trying to shoot. And <laughs> I would not think so. He uh, just the way that, like, you know, when we were we were talking. We've had him on the podcast a couple times. Just how he can judge distances without, yeah, throw a basketball out and judge yep. the distance. Exactly. And that is insane. These guys are machines with that stuff. And right. I, I don't have the brain power to figure that that stuff out. <laughs> Dude, I mean, these no. guys are unbelievable. It's to you, the yard. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. Yep. Kid, you know, it's actually out, yeah. uh, he'll T-bone. be like thirty-four and a half yards. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, if you go 36 you on a 33-yard target, that could be mm-hmm. oh, yeah, your livelihood. A, yeah, absolutely, right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's the difference in, in the money and, and not in the money a yeah. lot of times. So. Yeah. Right, the uh, $30,000 arrow. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Could be. So, oh, for sure. We, we brought up the shoot. I want to go on record here. Yeah, okay. And I want to see some photos. I expect there to be a working-class bow hunter championship belt oh, okay. at Dude. the shoot. Oh, he's calling us okay. out. Okay. All right. I'm on record. All right. I want to see it. Okay. The highest the score title belt. Dude, he's like, okay. I got this. Ain't no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> Did he just say championship belt? All right. Dude, I like I'm, that. I need to get a WCB 
Ric Flair style robe. Actually, I want to get like a Ric Flair robe that's like all frilly, like in camo, and just hunting it, dude. If I like, what if I smoked a monster with like a Ric Flair camo robe? We can. Uh, My life would be. We can definitely amazing. make something up. We need to. It would be out of character <laughs> for us not to do that. <laughs> right, right. right. So, right. You got to stay true. Yeah. Got, I so think I'll, you can have custom ones made. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Those companies want to make you a legit one. Like. I think you pay for them. Steve's probably got some connections there. I think Steve can make this Legitimately, happen. I do, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll see if he actually does. He's putting on for the podcast. Oh, right yeah. I'm, Steve, I'm listen, man. You've got your podcasting career on the line here. What's your pet turtle's name? Thank you. Shut up. We're not naming it's him. Meatball. <laughs> it's Meatball. <laughs> meatball. <laughs> meatball. Yeah. Tony the Meatball is his Christian meatball. name. Tony, Tony the Meatball Tony is his meatball. Christian yeah. name. <laughs> you got a lot on the line, Steve. You got a lot riding on this. You got to follow through. Hey, I'll tell you what. I'm thinking turtle tacos. Oh, hey, yeah. We oh. do that. Yeah. Oh. Hey, you can call me a pressure cooker. You can get cooker. some of those uh, street tacos because he ain't very big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wa- walking turtle tacos? <laughs> walking turtle walking tacos. tacos. <laughs> we got to cut some bags of Doritos. Yeah. A couple of bags of Doritos or Fritos. Yeah, dispersing out a little bit. Yeah. It's like, bro, what exactly. the hell is that? Is that toothpick? No, it's a exactly. turtle backstrap, boy. <laughs> Every time I've eaten that, I mean, I look... I'm, yeah, I look at the mirror, I go to the bathroom, look at the mirror, I'm like, what the hell is all over my face? Right. It's like I got Dorito cheese on the tip of my nose. I found a picture on Google the other couple weeks ago, and it was a just a turtle in between two pieces of bread and a piece of lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> I sent it to Steve, I'm like, I'm coming for him. And I hated to make Eric, I'm like, Eric, that's a tortoise. Okay, there's a difference. Yeah. Before the record, that's too, a terrapin. people would come by the booth at the show and be like, hey, I know you guys really aren't going to kill Steve's turtle. Uh, and, you know, I, I heard it and I thought it was funny, but I knew you guys weren't actually going to do it. And then Eric's like, oh, no, that thing's dying. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm eating that thing. I, 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 I was like, man, you guys don't know these people like I know these people. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't a game. We're committed to this. Game. We're committed to our brand. Ain't no games. Yeah. <laughs> ain't, no game. ain't no games. Hey, Steve, the, Steve, your problem, when you made that bet with me, you didn't respect the game. That's right. Oh. Damn. Mike dropped it. dropped it. Dude, I loved it. I just, dude, I, the best moment of the show is right now. Thank you, Larry. <laughs> <I'm> great. <laughs> hey, respect the game. Respect you the didn't. game. RTG, exactly man. Right. You didn't respect the player or the game. I was, I was <laughs> a player. Yeah. I was a player. Oh, you were the player. That was, that was me. <laughs> I'm that guy. I was that guy. Yeah. He didn't respect me at all. Yeah. He didn't put no respect on my name. Yeah, right, right. Man, so real, wrapping up, the cure. So, in my eyes, Elite has done some iconic bows over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, it might just be because you guys have a soft spot in my heart. It's got me. <laughs> the Synergy, to me, are actually all the Energy series. When I, talk, I say this almost every time you're on the show because I think it's cool. I see just the history and the lineup mm-hmm. and the evolution of all the bows. Do you, the Cure is probably going to be one of those bows, don't you think? Like, oh, absolutely. Here's the thing, too, and you bring up a good point, and we actually talked about this looking at all the bows that are offered. Like I said, there's a t- lot of great bows offered on the market. Mm-hmm. 2014 was a staple year for Elite Archery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a staple year. We Elite set the standard, literally set the standard on the way all bows feel today. Yep. I would right. agree and that, that is 100%. a fact. Yeah. People, that is a fact. So if somebody shoots, I'm not dogging on any other brands, mm-hmm. but I'm saying that feel is the reason why a lot of bows feel. Yeah. The way they do today. Yeah, it's just what it is. It's, it is. Yeah. You know, that smooth, high let off, you know, comfortable bow to shoot. And yep. there's a lot of bows out there like that. Yeah. But the Cure and this new lineup has got the best technology, I can tell you right now. And there's yeah, nothing is. against the two-track system we had. Yeah. We were, it's awesome. It's a great, still a, a great system. Mm-hmm. This is really the, the step up. It's the future changer. of archery. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, what somebody can do at the line by 
with the cure, the uh, broadhead adjust, you know, all the broadhead tuning, and then mm-hmm. get paper tuning, bare shaft tuning, however you want to set your boat to make sure it's tuned. Yeah, you can do that with with this new new technology. Yeah, I can't wait to get it out, man, and get shooting it all summer and getting mm-hmm. ready to rock. And I'm ready to go. I'm a little sad. Uh, I love my Ritual 35. I, I, every bow I have, I'm sentimental, man. I'm right. a weirdo, but it's I can't, a shooter. I can't I, be <laughs> sentimental with all my bows because what am I going to do? Ha- like frame them all, you know? Yeah. I was, like, was going to bring he, it up. He takes his deer mounts down and just puts yeah. bows you know, on like, them. How do, like, athletes like, frame their jerseys? Like, yeah. That's kind of how I, I feel a little bit, you know? So I miss um, – I mean, like – I loved loved the Impulse 34 though. That was my favorite bow I've ever shot, and I think I just had a special place in my heart because I had, I got it all black, and uh, it it that's one that I would retire. I want to hang up in the rafters and retire that bow and just look at it I'm like man, I remember all the good times. Yeah, <laughs> great bow. The Impulse 34 is a great bow, and then yeah, from every year we t- we talk about this year, I was like, hey, we got we got something new. I'm like, all right, let's try it. We shoot an ATA, and then like. We'll be shooting. and We'll look at each other. What do you think? It's like, well, I'm in love with this bow. Yep. <laughs> every year, yeah. every year, it's awesome, yeah. man. You guys that's are your, that's it. your like your uh, your. So you go up there, your impulse black impulse thirty four up in the rafters. Mm-hmm. Listen to Lionel Richie. <laughs> hey, <laughs> we'll have to put his turtle shell up in the rafters. Yeah, exactly. All the good times I had. We'll hang it from a string yeah. from the impulse thirty four. Yeah. <laughs> Lionel Richie like, dancing on the, the ceiling. two things that mean so much. To yeah, you. his turtle shell. <laughs> My impulse 34 in the shell. It's like, man, what a great time. I don't know why I'm looking way up there. Like, you know, I'm going to be in my parents' basement, so it's not that high up of a look. Yeah. Hey, and, and I have to say this. Eric, you're, he's ro- he's rocking a full beard now. He's So i got to come up with another name for him. Dumas Walker. He's, uh, Dumas Walker got retired. <laughs> Dude, Dumas Walker got retired. He got retired. The mutton chops are going up in the rafters, yeah. too. <laughs> exactly. You don't know how many Snapchats I got of that episode. Mm-hmm. Of, on respect the game of just my face oh. with giant chops, man. <laughs> no, no, no. We still oh, get my screenshots <laughs> sent to us on Instagram of like, hey, watching the episode, and there's Eric. Yeah, just oh, it was yeah, on the respect the game YouTube channel, man. We it rolls. We get a lot of views. Get a lot of views and questions about that as well. It's a bold move. Dude, he's and got some chops. He's got a mullet now too, so you need to bring yeah. the chops. And, and the funny back. thing is, I didn't even tell these guys I was doing. I just showed up in camp and I had full. Yeah. What did I say? As soon as he got out, I was like, let's all go, go down to Dumas Walker. He's like, what the hell are you talking yeah, about? I didn't even know what the song was, and they were singing it all weekend. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Everybody starts singing it. Dude, if we go on a hunt this fall, you got to do it again. Just start growing it now. Oh, yeah. I grew that beard out for like six months, and I just shaved the center out. Oh, do it again. It was good again. luck, obviously. Oh, yeah. Well, it was bad luck, but then it was good luck. Yeah. We won't go into that. We won't go into that. We won't go into that. <laughs> Sorry. You had to bring it up, didn't you? It happens to all of us, man. Yeah, if he wasn't, I was going to. I was just, just, like, <laughs> just well, I said it was good luck, but, hey, make your own luck. That's that was right. Okay. Hey, there you go. Right, right. I'll redeem myself. Well, well hey, you, you know what? Was, if you got bad luck, I know there is a cure for that. A, damn. There the puns. Go. The puns are endless. There you go. Was well, that a good result? <laughs> he's all over we will end on that note yeah thank you fellas appreciate yeah. the partnership looking forward to this year it's going to be a damn good time hey thanks for having us all it's always a blast yeah. man. thanks fellas absolutely all right you know what to do go shoot your bow we love you join me chef jean-paul bourgeois and the whole crew here at duck camp dinners every monday at 8 p.m eastern on waypoint tv Birds up in the sky